Welcome to the Good Budget Way, where we share real-life stories about everyday people from all walks of life who spend, save, and give to what's truly important in life. I'm your host, Chien. Thanks for letting us know how you've been enjoying this podcast so far. It's been so much fun to read your comments, and we are excited to see how you've been subscribing to the podcast and rating it. Thank you so much. That really does help other folks find this podcast as well. This is the second episode of Eleven on Season 1 of The Good Budget Way. Last time we talked about The Good Budget Way, what it's all about, why we're making this podcast, and what you can expect this season. We talked about how budgets are more than dollars and cents and can actually help us put our money where our mouth is when it comes to what's truly important in life. So if you want to know what to expect, go back and listen. Today we're going to hear from Carissa, my coworker, who's going to share her story of looking for her first apartment. Now, I know most of us don't look for apartments or houses every day, but for almost all of us, it's a huge part of our budget, and so that's why we wanted to bring this story to you. In this episode, you'll get to hear about the process that Carissa and her roommate Ariana went through to decide what was important to them, compromise along the way, and then have key money talks as they were making this decision. And then at the end, you'll get to hear how she's feeling about living with this decision two years later. Hey, Carissa, I'm so glad you're here. For all of our listeners, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, well, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Carissa. I'm 25 years old, and I work for a good budget. So all of you get to hear from Carissa, um, who I get to work with every week, which is awesome. Um, So Carissa, let's talk about the time when you were looking for your first apartment. In order to tell that story, I'm going to take it back to um, where I was sort of living for the year after I graduated from college. So I was on staff with an organization called Crew, and I was living in the Crew housing units, which was like an old apartment building that had been donated to Crew. And um, it was pretty tight quarters. So I was living in a one-bedroom apartment with two other girls. They both were girls that I knew really well. One of them happens to be one of my, my best friends. And so I knew them really well. Um, we got along really well. But throughout that like year of living in that one-bedroom apartment, you just start to learn a lot about yourself. And um, it got pretty difficult living in such a small space with so many other people. Um, and you were also working together during the yeah. week as well. So you're yeah. like living together, working together. The place is kind of small. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty intense. Yeah, it was. There was like no work-life boundary at all. Like you're, you know, you're l- working and living with your coworkers. And so it was tough. Yeah. So what was the place like inside? Um, yeah, well, it was an actually it was a, a beautiful apartment. It had like gorgeous windows. Um, like it was pretty it was a pretty sizable apartment. Um, but with three girls, it just because it just got kind of a mess. Um, and like our stuff was just crammed in as many like a- any space we could find to put things. We just kind of had to shove stuff in there. <laughs> OK, so there's like stuff in all the nooks and crannies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And um my clothes didn't even fit in the closet in the bedroom. So I had to put my clothes in the utility closet in the hallway just because there was nowhere else to put it. So it was it was pretty funny, the, the things we had to do to make stuff fit. And so what else was in that utility closet other than your clothes? Um, well, there was like the vacuum cleaner, nice. <laughs> the broom and cleaning supplies, and then my clothes. That's really romantic. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So you were loving it or you were hating it living there? Um, 
it was like a, a good mix of both. I think I loved, you know, being able to to hang out with my friends all the time. But mm-hmm. like I said, just towards the end, it just was too small of an apartment for too many people. And then kind of them also being my coworkers, it just kind of felt like, ooh, like I need a break. And I was, you know, it was tough with um, me being very on the clean side and, and some of the girls in the apartment being on the more messy side. Mm-hmm. I think we both, we all were just kind of like butting heads towards the end. So that was tough. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like it's kind of hard. I mean, you do love each other, right? Mm-hmm. But it's hard to live together even though you love each other. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So then what did you do? So about maybe like midway or a little after midway through that year, um, I kind of was just like, I've had enough. Like, maybe I should start looking for housing on my own. And so I did. Um, I thought to myself, maybe I can afford like a studio somewhere and then move into that and just kind of be on my own for a while. And so I started looking and I was amazed at um, the pricing of of homes or of apartments or studios in the Bay Area. Um, I, I was discovering really early on that I could pay like a gajillion dollars for like a small studio somewhere and it would be, you know, like it would be nice and in a nice neighborhood, but it was just way outside of my price range. And then I could pay like something less, but it might not be in a great neighborhood or it might not be that good of an apartment. So, but yeah, there were just a lot of trade-offs. Um, there was one apartment that I looked at that was actually a really nice apartment. It was in Oakland. Um, it was a studio and it was actually something I could afford. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. And I, I remember going to look at it and it was, it was a nice apartment. It was, it was small. I mean, it was a studio, so it was pretty tiny, mm-hmm. um, it, but it looked updated. Um, and it was in the Fruitvale neighborhood of, of Oakland. Um, and I ended up getting the apartment offered to me, Oh, great! which was exciting and, yeah. and really encouraging. Um, but then after doing a little bit of research kind of discovering that it probably wasn't the most ideal thing for me being a single woman living in the Fruitvale neighborhood in in Oakland. And so I ended up turning down the apartment, which was tough, but I think a wise decision. What was it about that neighborhood that you weren't sure it was great to be a single woman there? I think it, it, it does have a lot of, um, I think just negative reputations of being Mm. pretty rough, um, and, and dangerous. And so I thought if I'm living out there all by myself, it probably doesn't make sense to, to go that route. Mm. And so it sounds like you started to have a sense that um, location and then safety um, would matter to you in a place that you look for. Definitely, especially if I was going to be by myself. Mm-hmm. So then you didn't end up getting that place. And then what did you mm-hmm. do? Because you were still in this place, the one bedroom place with three girls and... yeah. You loved them, but it was hard to live together. Yeah. What did you end up doing? Well, I ended up just staying there for those couple months after that. I, I didn't really have any other options, and I kind of just decided I was going to just stick it out and just make it work. Mm-hmm. And then after that couple months where mm-hmm. you decided to make it work, what happened next? Um, yeah, so then after um, those few months, I decided I was not going to be on staff with crew anymore. Um, so I, had com- I was going to have completed my single-year commitment and mm-hmm. then move on. Um, so it, it became important that I start looking for another place to live because I w- wouldn't be able to stay in those um, subsidized housing units. Because you weren't working for them anymore. Exactly, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and at that same time, I had a friend named Ariana who was also looking for housing or going to start looking for housing. She had been living in or renting a room in someone's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loved it there, but just kind of felt like she was living in someone else's like 
stuff. And so mm-hmm. was deciding that she was going to start looking for something else. And so we were super close and we're just like, hey, let's move in together. Let's, you know, like look for something and be roommates. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's kind of how that story kind of takes off. Yeah. So when the two of you decided that you were going to live together, how did you think about what was important to you as potential roommates? Yeah, well, I think we both kind of just came into it being really open about what we wanted. And and I think what helped was that we both were pretty similar. So I think we had a lot of the same values going into it. Um, And there were things that we talked about early on that we knew we would need and things that we could give up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was really helpful when we first were having those conversations. Mm -hmm. So you're starting to talk about what things were important to you Mm -hmm. and then other things that weren't so important Mm -hmm. um, as you're working it out in conversation with each other. Exactly. Yeah. So what were some of those things that were important to you? Yeah. So we both kind of talked about like budgets and then like what were our desires for space? You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted my own room and she wanted her own room. So that was really important that we'd be able to find um, a two-bedroom apartment Mm -hmm. Um, and then also location so she had a job in Oakland um, at Mills College and so wanting to find something that would be easy for her to get to work from and then um, but then also me thinking well I don't really have a job yet so I don't really exactly know where I want to be location wise but here are some places that I'm okay with Mm -hmm. um, things like that and then also just like safe it, it, we wanted it to be somewhere where we felt comfortable, like walking around at night, for example. Mm-hmm. So price was important to you, the layout, two bedroom mm-hmm. location that was good for her workplace and your potential workplace, yeah. as well as safety. Yeah. Um, so, okay, you sounds like you didn't have a job at the time. Mm-hmm. So how did you think about what price range was going to be reasonable for you? Yeah. I think I just had to really just guess to me, like you said, I didn't have a job. And so I wasn't totally sure, but I kind of had some ideas of um, what would be affordable for like any kind of potential job. Um, And I had some savings saved up. So I knew I kind of thought about it like I have some savings. And so if I look for a place that's about this price, I can pay for like these many months um, while I'm looking for a job if I don't find something right away. Mm -hmm. So that was helpful. Um, And then also kind of going off of what Ariana had in mind for a price, Mm -hmm. I kind of thought like, okay, I think I can um, match that too. So those were things I kind of thought about. Yeah, that's really interesting because I think sometimes um, people feel like, well, I can't set a price range or I can't set a budget for something like how much rent I'm going to pay if I don't know what my income is going to be. Yeah. And on the one hand, that does make sense. But then on the other hand, sometimes it can get you stuck and you can't even move forward. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really helpful to hear you talk about that you did guesstimate you, based on both your savings mm-hmm. that you knew you had and like how much, how many months you could pay before you got a job, as well as um, roughly the kind of income that you thought you would earn based on the jobs you were looking at. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's a great tip for our listeners. Um, okay, so the two of you had some conversations before you started looking. You talked about what price range you wanted to look at. That was something that was important to you. Layout of two bedrooms was important to you, the location and safety. Um, so of all of those things, when you started looking, what were some of the places that you visited? Yeah, I think early on we were finding a lot of um, apartments in the Oakland area. Mm-hmm. So that's where we kind of focused a lot of our efforts, especially because it made sense that she worked in Oakland. Okay. Um, and so we, we did find a couple apartments in that area. And a lot of them were really great. Like I remember we looked at one that was in this really nice neighborhood in Oakland. And I don't remember what it 
was or where exactly the neighborhood was. But um, I remember walking up and going into the apartment and it was beautiful. Like it had gorgeous floor to ceiling windows and it just felt really airy. The bedrooms were an awesome size. It was like right at our price point. Um, So I was like, oh, this would be amazing. I was already like envisioning what kind of furniture I would have in there and stuff like that. And like, which bedroom would be mine and (laughs) things like that. Um, It sounds like the perfect place. Like great location, floor to ceiling windows, price that was right in your range. Yeah. Okay. So did you try to get it? Of course. Okay. We tried. And then, um, but unfortunately we, as you know, we were, going through this process we were learning that man it's tough finding apartments it's tough finding them and then also um it's tough being selected because there are a thousand other people who are also looking for apartments at the same time probably that have the same criteria you have like same price point Mm. same you know amount of bedrooms they want things like that and so the market is just it's pretty cutthroat it's like a competition really of like are you the best candidate for this apartment and if you're not then you're not gonna you're not gonna win out so unfortunately the apartment went to a different um group of people Wow. So it, it almost sounds a little bit like you're interviewing for a job yeah. and you're like trying to compete for a position as the tenant. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it probably didn't help that I didn't have a job either. <laughs> so they probably knew that. <laughs> They're like, nope, you can't have it. <laughs> well, what kind of questions do they ask you? Um, well, they want to know like salary, you know, income, and then they also want to check your references and things like that, which, you know, I had great references mm-hmm. and I think my credit was okay, but mm-hmm. um, not Oh, they check your credit score too? They'll check your credit score. Wow. That sounds like a really serious um apartment hunting process oh yeah oh yeah it is it really does sound like applying for a job that's Mm -hmm. intense um okay so there was the beautiful place that had the floor to ceiling windows Mm -hmm. that you didn't qualify for well you maybe qualified for but they picked somebody else who was better qualified i really it sounds like i'm talking about it like it's a job interview (laughs) um okay so you didn't get that place and Mm -hmm. then how did you end up finding the place that you are living in yeah, so um, after we didn't get that apartment that we were liked in Oakland, um, we just knew we had to find something. And so we kept looking. Um, I think we spent a lot of time on Craigslist. Um, and then there was one Saturday uh, that Ariana and I both had open, and she had been making phone calls, mm-hmm. um, just checking around the area, calling people and, and checking availability and things like that. Um, and so she had a good conversation with a woman um, about an apartment that was available in Richmond. Mm-hmm. And was that in the location that you wanted? Um, not originally. It okay. was a little far out um, from where we wanted to be. I think we ideally wanted to be in like Oakland or Berkeley. I love Berkeley. Um, so that would have been like my top location. So okay. this one, yeah, was a little far out. Um but I remember she told me about talking to this woman and had like a really good rapport with her. Um, they both came from the same, like around the same area in Southern California. And so they kind of just hit it off and talked a lot about that. Um, and so I was really excited to go see the place, even though it was a little far out. Um, but we decided to go for it and just take a look. And so I remember we're driving over in Ariana's car and um, we, you know, take the exit off the freeway and we're pulling up to the apartment and I remember just not being super impressed by the neighborhood. It was, it it looked a little dingy and just not something I had envisioned myself living in, Mm -hmm. especially thinking about that other apartment in Oakland. I was like, that one was just so beautiful Uh and appealing. And then there's this apartment (laughs) in this neighborhood and stuff like that. Totally being judgmental. Um, But then I remember um, 
meeting Helen for the first time. And she was super sweet, just like this nice little old lady and, and very kind. And I was instantly like really happy to be meeting her and thinking, okay, she could be, I could see her being a really great landlord. <laughs> um, I love that you're on a first name basis with her. Yeah. Like how many people are on a first name basis with their landlord? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, she's she's really great. So then we look, we go up to the apartment and it's this like weird puke green color. <laughs> it's not like, really special looking on the outside at all uh-huh. um, well so, it's it's special looking oh, on the oh outside. yeah okay yeah you're right <laughs> just maybe special not in a good way okay um so we're we're going up to the apartment and i'm just like oh okay i don't know what to expect but then um helen opens up the door and we step inside and instantly like my mind was totally changed because i i walk inside and there's this like beautiful like all white kitchen and that looks really nice and updated and then the, the living room is a decent size and everything was just really cute looking mm-hmm. and I was like okay wow this is this is really unexpectedly nice uh-huh. um, and so I was really excited about it and so we you know take a look around and everything looks really beautiful and I'm very happy with how things are and mm-hmm. so um, and then after we take the little tour because it's it's pretty small place so the tour took like two seconds but um <laughs> but it had two bedrooms which is ha- exactly one of the things that was important to you in layout yeah exactly mm-hmm. it, it had two bedrooms it was way under our budget like significantly under our budget which was awesome okay um so after the tour we're just standing around talking to helen and um she's really awesome and um after a couple minutes she just says to us well I, I really like you both so if you want the apartment it's yours wow you just have to let me know by the end of the day <laughs> so, okay pressure's on yeah we were like oh no we weren't prepared to like make this decision today uh-huh. um so obviously we were like well we can't tell you yes or no right now we maybe need a, a little bit of time to think about it and so she's like okay that's fine just let me know by the end of the day because if not i have another family who i want to offer it to and so we're like okay we got to figure this out and so we, we left and i remember after that ariana had to do something for work in in san rafael which is like a few towns over so we're driving there and the whole ride over we're just thinking about okay like can we make this work is this gonna be is this a smart decision like price wise and location and all these things and does it tick all of the boxes and well um, that's, that's interesting because it ticked the layout box mm-hmm. and it like over ticked the price box because yeah. it was under budget but the location wasn't exactly what you were looking for yeah and then what about the safety we both kind of thought that it would be okay safety-wise. It mm. was, you know, maybe it didn't look that great, but we noticed that there were a lot of families in the neighborhood. Mm, mm-hmm. It seemed like people were there, the people that were there cared about the the neighborhood. Um, so I think we've kind of felt like we can at least give it a chance. Mm-hmm. It's um, the kind of place where people would let their kids play on the sidewalk. And oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was great because there was a Target across the street nice. and stuff like that. So we were just like, okay, yeah, it, it did hit a lot of the boxes. The location thing was definitely something we'd have to, it would be a compromise uh-huh. um, because it was far out. Um, it was a little farther out from the places I was looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. So we knew it would be a stretch. But what was easy about that was that it was literally two blocks from the freeway on ramp. So if I were to be getting a job far away, it would be really easy for me to to get there. So that mm-hmm. kind of helped. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so these were the things that we were talking about on that ride over to San Rafael. So the two um, of you are in the car, like hashing it out. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is the location going to work? What do we think about the price? What do we think about safety? What do we think about layout? Yeah, yeah. All, all of those things. Uh-huh. Um, and as we talked, it just kind of made sense. We were like, okay, well, 
like we're not going to find anything better. Like this is this is an awesome opportunity, and the fact that she's offering it, it us or offering it to us right now is pretty ideal. Mm. Um, and so yeah, we just decided then and there. We're like, okay, I think we're gonna we're gonna take it. Huh, that's interesting. So the two of you are sitting in the car while Ariane is trying to get something done for work Mm -hmm. and working through the four things that you had said were important to you Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the process. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, it sounded like the two of you together decided that you were willing to compromise on location. Mm -hmm. So how did you think about how that location was going to work for her? Yeah, I think... um well, for her specifically, I think the location thing was less of an issue because mm. she worked really crazy hours anyway. So uh-huh. like she would get to work by like 6 a.m. Oh, wow. and beat the traffic. And uh-huh. then she often was like home after the traffic. So okay. location for her wasn't too much of an issue because she could get to work for the most part during like non-commute hours. Mm. Um, and that's when location would really matter if it's during rush hour. I think so. Okay. Yeah. And I think she was fine with living in Richmond. And so was I because we were getting such a good deal mm. that it was just like, well, I mean, we're saving all this money by living somewhere that's a little farther out from where we wanted to be. And that, I mean, saving some money on that would be huge for the both of us because, mm. you know, we're both um, recent graduates. And so we both are paying on student loans and things mm. like that. So if we could save money on housing we could use those dollars somewhere else and that was really important too yeah that's interesting to hear how you talked about you know when you started the process you said all these four things are important to us mm-hmm. location layout price safety but then as you were going through it you found that some of them were more important than others mm-hmm. right that price actually ended up being more important because of the money you wouldn't spend on housing you mm-hmm. could instead use towards paying on student loans for both of you mm-hmm. um, and that location was actually less important potentially than you had originally thought yeah so it's interesting how you had a sense of prioritizing those things that were important and that it does sound like a, a lot of it was you and ariana talking it out working mm-hmm. it out as you saw different places and then thinking okay what do we think of this situation and how does that actually apply to carissa's life as well as ariana's life mm-hmm. um it's interesting to hear how you're working that out um okay so then you decided yes you were going to get the place um and then i assume you moved in yes so how do you feel about that decision now a couple years later because you've been there for a couple years right Mm -hmm. yeah it's been and i think it's been probably one of the best decisions i've made Mm. um it's been wonderful i i have absolutely no complaints about living there i think for me you know, the people that I live around, the neighborhood that I'm in, um, the actual apartment itself, it just like suits me so well. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, now looking back, it's like, wow, I, I feel like I wasn't really making any compromises mm. um, or that all the compromises were just so easy to make because of the apartment and because of the neighborhood and the people that I'm around. Mm. Um, it's just been such a like really fun experience so it's been awesome yeah that's cool talk about some of your neighbors um yeah well it's a mostly hispanic neighborhood so they're very just very friendly and every Mm. morning i walk out of my apartment and i see a neighbor and they're always like hola and and i'm like hi and they're all (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can say like como estas and stuff and, and they work with me i think they know i don't really speak spanish and so um they're very just very kind um and they've always been very welcoming and and yeah, I, I've had absolutely no issues living there. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. That's, I think that's kind of a fun thing, too, because on maybe on the one hand, at the very beginning of the process, if in your mind you were like really focused on the place with the floor to ceiling windows that mm-hmm. was like more centrally located in Oakland, mm-hmm. and then you ended up picking the place um, that's in Richmond with Helen, the landlady, mm-hmm. 
you could have kind of had the sense of like, oh, it was such a compromise and this is terrible. It's not the location I wanted, blah, 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 right? But the way that you're experiencing it, it actually sounds like, one, you knew you made compromises, but they didn't, at the end of the day, it didn't actually feel like such a terrible choice. Mm -hmm. It actually felt like a good choice. And then you're also experiencing joy Mm -hmm. in your relationships with your neighbors that Mm -hmm. maybe you wouldn't have anticipated if you were just judging the place like you were saying, super judgy about like the puke green (laughs) apartments and you know what what that meant about the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, But actually you've been welcomed Mm -hmm. uh, by your neighbors and are beginning to um, experience relationship and joy there. So that's such, such a great story. Yeah. And then what about the location commute wise now? Yeah, I think, okay, so maybe I won't say there have been like no compromises. I think the commute has been, that's probably one of the tougher things about the location of the apartment. Um, so I, I did find a job, obviously working at Good Budget, um, which is in San Francisco. Um, so the commute, it's it's not ideal, but it's not terrible. It's like an hour in the morning to an hour and 15 mm. in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... I think that's just the nature of living in the Bay Area. There's just traffic all the time. And so no matter where you live, you're going to have um, some some commute time to have to deal with. So in the grand scheme of things, it's, you know, it's really not that difficult of a commute to make or um, of a sacrifice to continue to make because, um, you know, the job that I have, I love. The people that I work with, I love. And then going home, I'm surrounded by people that I love. And so mm-hmm. it's, 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 yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's, it's obviously worth it. <laughs> That's so interesting. I mean, yeah, I'm glad you love me. Thank you. Um, (laughs) But it's interesting because you're talking about compromises and something Mm -hmm. that is, it's not a small thing to commute for an hour, 75 minutes a day each Mm -hmm. way. But then to you, it makes sense because of these other things that you're sure are important. Mm -hmm. You care about the place you work and the people you work with. You care about the people that you live around, your neighbors. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that actually makes makes the choices clearer and Mm -hmm. easier. And even it sounds like really full of joy. Yeah. So that's great. Well, thank you so much, Carissa, for sharing your story with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed Carissa's story. And I think part of why I enjoyed her story so much is actually Carissa and Ariana's story, even though we only had Carissa in to talk to us about it. Um, And that, I think, really brings out two things. Um, One is that they were super clear with each other about what was important to them at the beginning of the process, beginning to look for apartments. And then as they went through the process, they were willing to compromise on what was important. Um, And the way they did that was that they kept in conversation with each other from the beginning before they started through the beautiful place that they loved but didn't get and then to the place they ended up with, which I feel like they really embodied two of the pieces of the Good Budget Way. One was spend on what's important, which really has to do with knowing what's important and adjusting as you learn more about what's actually truly important to you. And then the other is talk with people you trust. So Carissa and Ariana, so many moments you hear them in conversation with each other, working it out together as a team. So I'm so glad that we got to bring that story to you today. Next time, we're going to hear from Kenny and Becky, who will be here to share with us what they've learned in the first few months of sharing a budget and finances together. We'll get to hear about their joys and the arguments, too. Thanks for listening to The Good Budget Way. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe for more and rate it to help other folks find it, too. Let us know what you thought of Carissa's story on our website at goodbudget.com slash podcast. If she inspired you to budget with a Y, get started on your budget. Go to goodbudget.com for budgeting software that works. Or look for the Good Budget app on Google Play or the App Store. 
Happy budgeting.